This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, of course, we reflected on England's uh, performance at the weekend and other matters besides. We uh, had a chat with our own Adrian Durham, uh, yeah. who's, got, uh, who's part of a new book. Yes, uh, he was on good form. Book, which he was on very good form. Um, we had a bit of a conversation about various things, and we had some... Um, Clips of the month pewter, didn't we, from 2010. Yeah. And we spoke about the Italian suits. Yeah, some fashion chat. Fashion chat we had, yeah. Andy's comfort zone, very much so. With a fashion expert. <laughs> Here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. I'm quite excited uh, because I found the one, there's only been one, the one good thing about the pandemic. Oh, blimey. No England band. Oh, yes, that, yeah. <laughs> marvelous, isn't it? yeah. Do you know what? I, I, I've not noticed they weren't there. <laughs> no, I do feel for them, actually, because, mm. it, you know, they they bring a lot to it, even if I don't like them. I do appreciate what they do. But they are super spreaders, you know, with the old Oh, yeah, well, you can blow it through a trumpet. is never great, is it? Yeah, that's true. And I was watching... We'll have a lot of chat about the football later, but I was watching the BBC highlights. Have you seen the BBC highlights today at the test? God, it's a really, really weird programme. Mm. They had a five-minute chat at lunch, uh, at what was lunchtime, yes. and they put it in the highlights, and then three minutes of tea. So in an hour programme, there were eight minutes of chat. I think, any danger of some cricket? Thanks. Oh, right. No, oh, I did. I, that's I, strange. It's that thing, you know, where people get, oh, no, don't give them any cricket, because that's too much. Let's give them something, <laughs> anything but the cricket. Honestly, it's pathetic, but there you go. That's me, what can you do? Mm. Um, We're going to talk fashion later. I thought Gareth, really. Yeah, you're going to take this up with the the fashion uh, editor we're chatting to. If your shirt's tucked in and you've got trousers with belt loops, you've got to wear a belt. You've got to wear a belt? You've got to wear a belt. I mean, look, you were in the menswear trade, Andy, so I'll belt to your superior knowledge. It looks untidy. The belt gives it a sort of neatness to it. Is that what it is? You don't want to wear that. I mean, he's wearing a sort of t- a shirt, a polo shirt that he could wear over his trousers. He doesn't need to tuck it in, really. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, oh, Gareth, we know Gareth really, listening. He said so. If he's listening today at St George's, all he's saying is, "Go and get your Andy. Take him into your shop and get him a belt." <laughs> I will. What are you? Thirty-four, thirty-two, thirty-four waist. <laughs> 
What, what colour yeah, would you have gone yeah. for? He's wearing I've a green. I've got that thing, you know, for putting an extra hole in if I need to. You, the belt. You've got one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do your own cobbling, do you? <laughs> yeah, well, you so know. you've got. I do keys as you, well. You went, <laughs> we went to the Sochi belt shop, didn't we, when we, we were did. in Russia? Just belts. Just belts. That's all they shop. sold. Oh, Andy, Andy said, I need to buy myself a belt. And then we happened. I mean, it's like the seaside. It's like going to Great Yarmouth <laughs> and finding a shop that only sells belts. Yeah. And they had plenty of belts. I mean, you did. You quickly found what you were looking for. If you'd gone out there and said, well, I've got a few others to see first, I would have been quite surprised. But uh, anyway, a couple of things I want to get the listeners going on. Hmm. Um, Mark Woods, cry, uh, yesterday. Didn't we all do? Didn't we all do that when we kick a ball? um, Yeah, but I'm interested to hear from the listeners what their cry is. Because Mark Woods yesterday, playing cricket for England, went for a bit of a, a cheeky run out and kicked the ball at the stumps. But as he did it, he shouted, Asprea! (laughs) <laughs> uh, after, of course, the ex-Newcastle striker, Faustino Aspria. So um, that's what he does as soon as he kicks yeah. the ball. I mean, you probably have your own cry, but it might not just be football. It might not be when you kick a football. It might be something you do. Mm. Like a, I've got this thing that, that my, uh, my kids, they said, you've given it to us and we hate it, but we now do it. If I ever drop anything, do you know, yeah, so I'm yeah. saying I'm, I'm, I'm holding currently yeah, yeah. Adrian's new book, the top five. And if I, if I, as soon as I drop, I go, oh, heads. As soon as I drop, <laughs> as soon as I drop something on the floor, every time I drop something on the floor, That's I say brilliant. heads, never tails. I'll do that now. Always heads. <laughs> so my kids, they were yeah. both said to me, oh, just people say, why do you do that? They said, my stupid dad. I just, it's in, it's in their heads. <laughs> so is maybe there is a cry. What is your cry that you always do, and in what circumstances? It could be football every time you kick a ball, but it may have life beyond that. So do let us know. I had a friend. I've still got a friend called Stephen Collins. We used yeah. to play. I mean, we must have been about. Six or seven, so we're talking, I'm talking a long time ago. A thousand years ago, yeah. About 1960. And so, and his brother, who was older, was about three or four years older, used to come out, when we were playing, he used to come out, and he'd always shout, Stanley Collins, like Stanley Matthews. That shows you how <laughs> And then he'd sort of dribble past us. So Stanley stuck Collins. stuck in my mind there. I was wondering who that was. <laughs> and so he'd be on the ball. OK, well, look, do let us know. Talksport.com, text 8 to 89. Tweet uh, TSH&J. And we're going to be talking F1 mm. later on. Wonderful pictures of oh, Max, Max Verstappen. It doesn't matter what the car. The car's worth millions and millions of pounds. It's, a, it's the cutting-edge F1 car. And he's kicking it. But he's, he's kicking it like John Cleese in 40 Towers, kicking the car. He's good. Um, so, look, we're interested to hear from you today on... Because it was the magic button. We're going to hear about the magic button and what it yeah. does. But uh, you probably heard that Lewis Hamilton's race ended when he pressed the magic button. I mean, my advice would be to him, don't press the magic button. But I think he did it by accident. And we'll find out what it is and why it's there and what's magic about it but um, we're interested today quite open-ended the mm. day you press the wrong button it's that's it really um, uh, thankfully Donald Trump won't be calling us but the day you press the wrong button talksport.com text 1889 tweet TSH&J and your cries sporting or otherwise uh, again um, talksport.com forward slash H&J you can text to 81089 tweet to TSH&J give us a call 087172233344 I always like it when a player has a name that suggests a song you know what I mean the, the fact you think the fans must sing this yeah. and Romania had a player he went off actually Chicago. 
Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. It's got to be my kind of player. Chicago is. Yeah, that's good. So you can, hear the crowd you can, you can do like a Rat Pack set, didn't you? Just, <laughs> just, just with his own songs. It's marvelous. Isn't oh, there it? was Serescu as well. I yeah. thought I thought you'd be doing something with him. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I is he an international? international yeah, you would, I'm sure you wrote. I didn't wrote, bother to write that down. It was you wrote a lot even of for me. Things. It was too not obvious. TV format. Serescu <laughs> me. That's him and Neil Warnock. I love Serescu me. Throw it open. Why not? Go on then. Talksport.com text 1889 tweet TSH&J to get in touch and with also Southie. just the, the news about Lee Cars I mean congratulations and all that and everything and the, no, the <laughs> I think FA, there's a but coming well there is there? a but because the FA they made this mistake before with, with Boothroyd and uh, I think it's the same deal it's not that the bloke can't do the job or he's not been part of the setup or all that but I think the problem is you're dealing with players who come in their manager is Pep Guardiola their manager yeah. is you know, Tuchel or, I don't know, you know, all the top managers there, Klopp, and then he, they turn up, and no disrespect, but it's not <laughs> quite not, the same, is it? It's quite hard to say no disrespect well, not, based on what you've just same, said. But it's not the same, is it? From a player's point of view, if you're one of these young players, I don't think it's... You know, I would have gone with a Lampard or a Joe Cole. I would have gone with somebody like that. Even Southgate himself, when he did the job, oh, did yeah. a good job, because I think these I'm players... I'm not sure the dogged some... midfield players in the under-21 squad would be looking at it like that. <laughs> the dogs you, of war. I think you want to look up. Look up to the, the, the manager, you know, and, and think... This is a well, top, not that tall. top coach. Anyway, they their decision, fine. So, good. yeah, no disrespect and congratulations, but Andy's sort of basically saying he's not up to it. Or, well, uh, you know, not a big enough name. So anyway, you may completely agree. Quite a few of these coming in involve uh, what the equivalent of pull my thumb. I think we know uh, what we mean there. Mm. Um, Phil says every time I'm in that particular situation, I involuntarily shout nurse. <laughs> that's that's be a bit annoying. Um, any volley, sorry, any object that I volley, uh, Ben from Newcastle gives it Shearer. Gives it one <laughs> yeah, of those. That's good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talksport. Adrian Durham has joined us in the studio. As you've been hearing on the station last week, so the top five of almost everything the uh, new Talksport book is out now from, uh, of course, Adrian and Goffey's show. Good afternoon, Eve. Hello, mate. You keep calling it my book. It's not my book, and I wish it was because it's really good. Oh, really? <laughs> well, it's, it's, isn't it not your book? Didn't you inspire it? Yeah, I mean, yeah kind yeah. of. It, it makes it sound like I've sat there writing the whole thing, and I didn't mm. do that. You've we, had some help. We um, Basically, me and Goffey <laughs> came up with this uh, idea during lockdown because you, you remember, we had, yeah, to, yeah, we had yeah. to entertain people without any sport on the world's yeah. biggest sports station, mm. so it was, it was pretty difficult. So we just... Top five of almost everything is exactly uh, what it what it says, and and we thoroughly enjoyed doing it. So we come up with loads of top fives on a daily basis, and the the, the difficulty with doing that, I, I thought it was going to be really hard, but actually just watching TV, going about your daily business, just chatting with whoever you're in your bubble with, top fives were coming up left, right, and centre, and, mm. and it's just so so good and so much to talk about, so much to debate. It's fantastic. Yes, people, most people love lists. Mm. There is one exception. <laughs> yeah. one Me, per- I can't stand them. Oh, God, <laughs> God, I hate lists. I, hate, I tell you why I hate it. Because, tell us, because Tom, it's unquantifiable. No, Andy, yeah. Tell us the top five reasons why you hate lists. <laughs> it's unquantifiable. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> Two, it's unquantifiable. Yes. <laughs> yeah, who cares? But you know, you're, you're right, but that's the point, isn't it? Because yeah. uh, whatever, no matter how reasonable or unreasonable mm. my number one 80s song was, somebody somewhere is going to disagree with it. Yeah. It's just a There's matter no of rights or wrongs. No, with it, yeah. It's just a matter of opinion. But and I 
totally accept that people love this yeah. and, and they're going to love this book. I was interested reading the forward, though, Adrian. There was, you had to put a little bit of work into it because you're not a fan of war films, but you, you had to come up with your top five <laughs> you war films. You had to films. watch five. How <laughs> many war films did you have to watch to get the five? Well, do you know what? I was thinking about this this morning. It's funny you, you, you hit on this one because we don't prepare this stuff. You and I haven't chatted before this, have we? No. no. Amazing. You're going to do a magic trick now, right? You've never met before. <laughs> top five magic Three of clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but war films, I honestly thought I'd never watched watched a war film and yeah. if you're thinking about tanks and guns and explosions i mm. haven't watched a war film but then you realize that um various films are war films like casablanca is one of my favorite films oh, of all time yeah, it's a yeah, war yeah. film the lives mm -hmm. of others is, is a truly moving film and it's a cold war film but it's, mm. a, it's a war film um english patient hurt locker um are in there as well um atonement is another one i really love but it's, yeah. it's set in war time so you can have that as a war film the only thing if you look at my top five war films and goffey's top five war films there's a massive difference between the the two yeah. fives but escape to victory i think isn't in there which is just ridiculous really <laughs> I, I don't know how we missed that one it's just now, mad. i tell you, there's a classic bit of goffey in this book i mean goffey of course is a man with i think it's fair to say a commercial eye to most things <laughs> yes <laughs> that's very love, true you're talking about prince at 1999, he says, I'm not a big fan of his music, but I love the way he thought ahead here. <laughs> God, he's only thought about, write a song that's going to pay out in 1999. Classic Goffey. I think the other classic Goffey, if you go to top five old school games, his uh, two of his top five are Kaplunk and Hungry Hippos. Two of my top five are Chess and Scrabble. That's the difference between me and Goffey. That's why it works on Drive. Cerebral, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. Um, cartoon cartoon. I suppose it starts a lot of rows, these things because oh, yeah. you, the people plough yeah. through your top five and they think what know this no they know no certain people should be in there that aren't in there so that was really what was going on in lockdown people were telling you the ones you mm. missed out absolutely and and so you come off air and have a quick look at twitter and they'd be you've missed this you missed this you missed oh god i've got to redo it tomorrow but with that um cartoon characters i was again it's another one i was looking at that today on the mm. way in and i could i would have absolutely sworn on my life that foghorn leghorn was my number one yeah. And it's my number five. So another great thing about this is you'll do your top five, yeah. then the very next day it'll be completely different because... But you had joint number ones in this one, so I'm surely that... Yeah, you agreed now and again, didn't you? Popeye and Family Guy. Yeah. Slightly different, the two, <laughs> yeah. to be fair. The um, I think the favourite Beatles songs was the, was the number one that we shared, Hey Jude. Mm. We both had Hey Jude at number one. And we actually closed the show on Hey Jude. And actually, it was uh, one of the most moving moments during lockdown. And the response we got, I mean, it, it's an incredible song, Hey Jude. But when you played it at that time, in that moment, and it, it just struck a, a, you know, a lot of people in the heart. It was yeah. amazing. I'm reluctant to do this, but why isn't Basil 14? See, suddenly you've made him like lists. I'm reluctant to take part in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Top, top five are we looking at there? The uh, sitcom comedy. Uh, oh, characters. right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I thought that was one of the uh, good ones. Is he not in Basil Forty years ago? He, he would Dale be in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, Del Boy's in there. Surprise. He is. Yeah. You've had some help. Um, Andy Goldstein, Matt Rushton, Sam Matterface, yeah. Jamie O'Hara, Dean Ashton, Darren Bent, Perry goes. Uh, Darren Bent uh, reliving his time on Mastermind. I didn't know Darren oh, yeah. had been on Mastermind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think he, he did. There was. He said. He said, was, he said it was. He said it was. so nerve wracking. Yeah, when he, when he had to do. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Spotlight yeah. on you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he said there was. A, oh, what was the movie? There was a movie. They said uh, which bank were they trying to rob? And the answer was Fort Knox. And he said, was it the Midland? 
Wait, might have been. Could have been a branch of Quick word for Bill Burroughs, your old mate. He edited the book. Yep. Oh, okay, all right. And what a job that is, because you've got to listen to hours of audio and transcribe it. So, yeah, he did a magnificent job. But there's some quirky ones in there. Top five Nordic sports stars. I'm not quite sure how we came up with that. Uh, the bits of sporting memorabilia. Actually, with that one, you get to know a little bit more about Goffey and his professional career. A little mm. bit more personal about me, my first game. And I've, I've got the program for my first game ever. And I've got a signed Stoke shirt, which is my number five in there. Oh, wow. I, I won't give away who signed it, but it's uh, it's a bit of a weird one. But it is I a very precious the, item. The top five Darren Goff moments don't include... You and a mate from Gatwick. Surely that's got to be in there. I've got a mate from Gatwick. Strictly? No? Yes. Uh, but it's we had great fun doing the top fives. And when they said they're putting the book together, I was, I was thrilled about it, actually. And now the book's come out. It, it is way better than I thought it would be. No disrespect to anybody involved. But I, I, I really am uh, seriously yeah. happy with it. Because it is the kind of book, whether you like it or not, Andy, you pick it up yeah. and there's, there will well, be something there you've got to debate. It's just, a bit of fun. He just proved it. Yeah, I mean, I he's, he's in there and he's questioning everything, clearly now loving lists. <laughs> 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 you've turned him. It's actually perfect Father's Day gift, I'd say. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's coming out 21st of June, isn't it? No, I think, yeah. I, I, definitely a book people will love, I, yeah. I'm sure. Even, even if I'm not interested in that. I, I, I well, kind of miss the, the top five's got taken on, which is why some of the others uh, are in there Goldstein and Matt Face and, and Darren Bent, etc. Mm. And, you know, it's great to read some of theirs. There's some of theirs that they've done. I've thought, gee, why didn't I think of that one? Because, you, you know, you really want to, then you start writing down your top five. It's superb. But um, Motown, how do we get it down to five? I have no idea whatsoever. Yeah. Um, my 80s songs were wrong, by the way. Kajagoo's Too Shy should have been my number one. It really should have really. been. I got a bit of stick for that afterwards. Clint well. Eastwood Films always takes me back to an old clip we had of Alan mm. years ago because uh, uh, you went with uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> Alan was uh, trying to sing the theme tune, but it, 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 but it turned into Here We Go, Looby Loo. He went, I remember that film. Any which we but lose, any which we but lose. I think that's it. Yeah, we we'll have to find it. All on a Saturday night, he just he lost the plot slightly, Alan. Had he really? Yes. So uh, one, there was one that I really wanted to do, which was top five talk sport presenters, but they wouldn't let me do it. Sadly, well, you, know, you can't. You just don't want to start upsetting your mates, you know. You don't, to, don't upset Andy, do you? Well, if I put you in it and not Andy, yeah. then we're in trouble. Oh, don't worry about it. You don't want to be on a list, do you? No, you don't like lists. That's right, imagine. That's one list he would get upset about, yeah. Uh, so it's twelve ninety nine. It's available from the Talk Sport shop and all good bookshops, etc. As, uh, as Adrian said, uh, a fine uh, Father's Day gift. So you're back at four. Back at four with Goffey talking about England, England, Wales, Scotland and cricket and some other stuff as well. Excellent. OK, well, best of luck with the book. Cheers. I know it's all not all your work, but you do feature in I it quite I want to share heavily. the love. There's a lot of people putting a lot of work in. So. The top mm. five of almost everything, TalkSport books, as heard on the drive, as we said, 12.99, TalkSport shop, probably the easiest place to get it. But I think TalkSport.com slash shop. I think it's the only place to get it, actually. It's the only yeah, place. Oh, OK, yeah. exclusively at the yeah. moment. So right. go, on, go, on, go and get it from the TalkSport shop. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Yes, so uh, these are Clips of the Week Pewter. Uh, this is uh, some old clips that were found in the back of a cupboard somewhere on a mini disc mm. and digitised for those in the know. And so you can hear them now. 
and they are sort of they're not they're not gold. They've not been curated as such. They're yeah. warts and all as they went out that well, week yeah. in July. There'll be some gold in there. Oh, there'll be yeah, there'll be some slightly tarnished gold. Uh, July two thousand and ten. We're going to take you back to. We've not heard these okay. since. So um, here we go. Then we kick off with Mike Parry taking a call. Let's go straight back to the lines. Let's talk to Des, who is a Chelsea fan from Woolwich, where they have a ferry. Hello, Des. They used to have an arsenal, of course. <laughs> they did, right? And now yeah. they just have a ferry. <laughs> this is Ronnie Irani and Alan Brazil on breakfast talking cricket. But when it comes to skill and performance, why is it Macram? There's probably no better bowler ever the world has seen. Really? There's been some greats out Brian there, Alan. Brian Lana said that as well. He said, uh, as on Wazzy, he said... Uh, the most outstanding bowler I've ever faced. As a Wazzy. Not the city show, is he? He just said Wazzy background. As a Wazzy, let's get Bazzy. So, um, yes, what's ne- uh, it's me, isn't it? Here's the moose with the sports headlines. By the way, no Aidan McGeady last night for Celtic, fueling rumours he could be on his way to Celtic. Oh, okay, <laughs> leaving Celtic force. Not much of a move, is it, really? Yeah, right, You've got a good signing on, Fee. <laughs> Back to Mr Parry now, talking Aston Villa. Villa had nothing. Their, their defence was shambolic to the point of being... Yeah. It looked to me like they'd just abandoned the highway code at somewhere like, you know, Trafalgar Circus. Trafalgar Circus, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's known all around the world. <laughs> now, returning to Alan Brazil, here he is talking football, and something about this makes us think he was a bit peckish. Gareth Bale, we can't forget his goal. Skulls' oh, goal as well. Shouldn't forget that. That was an absolute creamer, wasn't it? It was a cracker. Or a cream cracker. Alan's <laughs> <laughs> like, I could do some cream crackers. Yeah. Or he was cream crackered, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, Where that getting up at five to six every day. And uh, this is a very rare appearance from, uh, well, us in the clips of the week. OK, I'm good. So more on that later on. Six minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Andy. Plenty of chat about Spurs throughout the afternoon because I know you're very excited about it. Good, good afternoon, afternoon Andy. Andy. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon, Andy. I was. I, was, I sound I, older than I do now. It's 2010, <laughs> and he yeah. said, we're going to be talking about Spurs a lot. You're clearly excited about it. And there we are, like 11 <laughs> years later, haven't won a thing since. Couldn't have been that exciting. Probably some mad managerial appointment. So, um, what's next? It's Mr Brazil mm. reading out a text. Uh, right, a quick, uh, a quickie here before the moose takes over. Here we go. Oi, moose, you donut. This is Peter in the da, 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 River Kwai in Thailand. <laughs> what? <laughs> doing a slightly different song, which takes us back to you know Loopy Lou. For he's doing the Great Escape, Andy, wasn't no, he? No, for he was the it, of yeah. uh, One more from Big Al. Looking back on last night's football. Uh, Stoke won Tottenham 2 with touch on that. West Brom won. Sunderland nil. Uh, the new boy, Odom Wingle, Wingle. Was it Wingley or Wingle? Odom <laughs> Wingle. Odom <laughs> Wingle. Alan wasn't the only one trying to get his head around that name. Here's Andrew McKenna. West Brom have announced the signing of Peter Odom Winky from Locomotive Moscow. Odom Winky. That's good, isn't it? It would have sounded good if Alan had said it, I think, that one. And finally, Andy. It's a call to Stan Collymore talking QPR. Paul, what about QPR? Um, can they go up this season? You've got a good manager that's got a proven track record of, uh, of getting teams in the playoffs, getting teams promoted. Can you do it this season? What do you mean? I'm, I'm just watching the... Uh, well, I'm looking at the Football League Cup winners. 66, 67, QPR... I've also got everybody. I've got all the England team here. I'm I'm just looking at them, and that was a great team. And there's 
what, 17, 18,000 in the crowd. Paul? Venables. Paul? Venables playing Paul? for them. Paul? Stanley Bowles. Can you step into... Uh... 2011. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the point, yeah. didn't he? He's getting quite carried away there. Getting a bit misty eyed. It's a bit much having a go at QPR fans <clears> for only being <throat> 17. How many old 20,000? Yeah. <laughs> it's much, really. So there we are, Andy. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. It was the first major football tournament held on British soil since the 1966 World Cup. And for one euphoric month, it seemed like the three Lions could go all the way. Oh, that's magnificent! 25 years on, Hawksby and Jacobs bring you an exclusive Talk Sport documentary. It's coming home. The story of three Lions. Relive all the iconic moments of Euro 96. Football really had come home. From Pierce's penalty to Gaza's goal. That was the defining moment. And the song that became a national anthem. Three Lions is written from the point of view of we probably won't win. It's Coming Home, the story of Three Lions. This Thursday night from 7 on Talk Sport. I'll give that a listen, it sounds good. Yes, yeah, this is uh, it's Coming Home, uh, the Three Lions story, and uh, yeah, we've, we've been involved in that, helping to uh, to put that together. And um, yeah, you'll hear from Skinner mm. and Badil and Jürgen Klinsmann and Stuart Pearce and David Seaman and lots also of other people. Chris Bring back a few memories. But before all of that, uh, we, we eagerly anticipate the uh, suits, don't we, Andy? I know you do as a man who yeah. worked in the fashion business well, many did. years ago. I mean, the thing about Italy, Italian men, especially, but also all their fashion. So when you go to Italy, even if you're well-dressed, I remember you used to go for fashion exhibitions, and you'd feel so dowdy. It's even the bloke in the airport looked more stylish than you, like the <laughs> porter. You know, it's, it's incredible. So for them to turn out with suits like that, it's really surprising. Well, the Italian FA turned to Giorgio Armani uh, to come up with their official uh, Euro it's 2020 suit. He certainly has, yeah, you can't argue with that. And uh, he decided he would have a nod to uh, Enzo Berzot, who was the coach who led Italy to the World Cup uh, victory in 1982. And Berzot used to wear a kind of normal jacket. Normal sports But it was jacket, kind of very windy, kind of light blue. Mm. It was like a light blue. So that was the colour. But they took it a stage further and they've kitted the players out in well, what many people in Italy have said look like chef's outfits. Um, I'm trying what they what they what they actually call the collar is some sort of design. Oh look, let's let's ask an expert, um, Abby McCow, fashion writer and stylist at Fabulous. Good afternoon, Abby. Hi there. Hiya. Have you had a chance to look at these uh, suits yet? Especially the jackets, that have been quite controversial. Yeah, I had a look this morning. Um, interesting. Before I kind of saw all the headlines about them being chefs, the first thing I thought was that they looked like waiters. So, yeah. <laughs> They do. It's, you know, these suits, I mean, you could say this is a minor conversation, it doesn't really matter, but if you think what a big industry... you probably have a point. Well, you would, but what, <laughs> you would, but if you think what a huge industry um, yeah. fashion is in Italy, and menswear particularly, you know, for them, it represents what they do. It's a really strange idea that they wouldn't, you know, come up with something that was more typically Italian and, you know, just better. Well, maybe they think that this is you know, stylish to them, like, you know, obviously Armani's designed them. Um, but to me, I just feel like they've missed the mark. Like, it's it's not suave. I mean, I really don't like the fact they've got no collar on. Mm. Um, and I don't get where the greys come from either. 
like why not like um like a dark blue at least yeah they, it's called apparently you'd know this a mandarin collar is a mandarin collared oh, blazer yeah, mandarin, yeah. in seersucker cotton um, yeah. So that's, I mean, you're going to... Yeah, but I've never been also, a fan. I mean, there's fashion, those David Tang jackets that people wear, they're fortune, also have that mandarin colour. It's, yeah. It's not a great... And, the, I mean, obviously, the other thing's got a... They're wearing black shirts, which has got a bit of a political con- connotation, understandably, in Italy. It's not gone down well. But we're just talking about it from the, the fashion point of view. The coaches, um, they're slightly older gents, Viali and uh, Roberto Mancini, they've got a classic jacket. That looks like the Bears up jacket mm. there. Well, they all should have. Um, but yeah, the other boys—they do look like they—they are waiting on. I mean, and it's—I mean, because you know, some of them can carry it off better than others. Chiellini, I mean, you'd be—you know—it's not really working for him. No. But uh, so, a thumbs down from you, Abby. Yeah, from a fashion point of view. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like you said, the managers—I don't mind obviously because they've got the lapels and things, mm. so that's fine. Um, but I've seen kind of on an article by The Times this morning, it said Giorgio Armani once said that elegance doesn't mean being noticed, it means being remembered. Mm. So maybe that's the line they've gone down because, I mean, it's certainly got people talking about it. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's why they've done it. But, yeah, I think it's a bit of a thumbs down for me. I think just a traditional suit would have been nicer. Now, uh, one of the features of the 2018 World Cup was that Gareth's... Uh, waistcoat and the boost that he provided for waistcoats and uh, and he looked <laughs> tremendous but uh, people have been sort of wondering a bit about his latest look and they of course are following it with the tournament about to start and I, I did find it a bit odd yesterday uh, belt loops without a belt it's a well it's a it's a button-up polo shirt under a gray suit don't it? mind that you That's like fine. that I don't, mind the the, I don't mind the polo shirt but, the suit. but, but if you're going to wear a polo shirt wear it out over the top of the trousers so he's tucked it in you're going to tuck it in you've got to wear a belt but no surely, belt haven't you abby yeah, definitely. And the suit jacket was a bit baggy for him as well. Right. Um, I'm kind of hoping kind of at the weekend we'll see him back in the waistcoat again because I think that kind of really made a statement last time. And I was kind of hoping he'd just not done it yet because it was the warm-ups, whereas oh. maybe by the weekend he'll get back to what he used to wear <laughs> and what worked so well last time. I get the feeling... He's not this, wearing the waistcoat. I, I get the think. feeling this is yeah. the look. I bet he got sick of talking about yeah, the waistcoat. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I've, I get the feeling that he's, you know, he, he doesn't know his team at the moment, but he certainly knows what he's going to wear against Croatia. <laughs> and I think he's going... That's more important. He's going the grey suit, the polo shirt. And yeah. I'd like to think, because Gareth does listen... Um, the belt now. He's going to get. You think he needs a belt with it? Well, I think he does. Well, it's, it's a grey yeah, suit. I take it. What's he wearing? Yeah. I didn't see what shoes he had on. Andy, did I didn't see. Didn't notice the shoes. Okay, okay. so it's it, it's it's the classic black belt. Is yeah, it Andy? should match the shoes and the belt should match. You, oh, know, of you want brown shoes and <laughs> yeah, a black belt? That's how. <laughs> yeah, that won't look. That's that won't good. look good unless unless he does it by accident <laughs> and we win. Then he has to dress like that. <laughs> Everybody goes throughout the tournament. Yeah, I think the trouble is that I mean, he think he he took over a little bit, didn't it? The waistcoat last time and. It was great for the waistcoat industry, uh, if you know what I mean. But anyway, Abby, thank you for your expertise on the Armani suit. I bet they're not cheap either. Oh, no. Uh, these jackets, these uh, Mandarin jackets. Yeah, thanks mm. for joining us. No worries. There we are. Abby McHale there, fashion writer and stylist at Fabulous. It's very interesting how... Uh, I don't have I mean, to say it, it like that, I suppose, but it just really. helps, really. NBA coaches, you know, always oh, yeah. wear like fantastic suits. They always look yeah. tremendous. Whereas most of our managers now, I mean, are a best mm. smart casual and mostly yeah. tracks. I mean, I think Pep has, has kind Pep, of he's, Pep he's, he's taken he it taking it right down. I mean, stylish, but you oh, know, yeah. it's 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 often a t-shirt under a jumper or yeah. a hoodie, isn't it? He's you know, he's taking it's, it. right He must back. go through a lot of t-shirts. He never wears those t-shirts more than once. 
Because how you, do you know? Because you can tell. Like, for example, today I was wearing a white t-shirt, right? and I've only worn this about three times. But it's all once you wash them, they're not the same, are they? You want box fresh, really? Is that what you do? Are you well, not f- me. You... I can't afford that. Particularly, <laughs> it's a bit extravagant. You throw them out. I think it's the one. that looks a bit elephant grey. That one you've got there. Just, what do you put it in with? <laughs> I'll ask the wife. She what does it? the old washing. Still, so <laughs> I have no idea. It's got a CDA dropper on the front. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah look at that. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see you disrobe in the studio. I'm quite glad I didn't. No, no, so, I didn't. Uh, uh, Anti room. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like we've got one of those. Did you, you see the ball? Yes, Sam, our own Sam Matterface, mm. talking mm. about the. Uh, even the ball is woke now, isn't it? It's a bit oh, yeah. like, well, it's called the uniphoria because oh, yeah. it's uh, it's it's a word doesn't exist, but they've made it up to say how you know Stuart. It's one of Stuart. It's one of Stuart. Brilliant with that. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we had Stuart Pierce Sam. We thought that's a good name for a ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's about how united we all are and the euphoria we feel when we're watching football. I mean, you get the idea. Euphoria. Euphoria. Okay. Yeah. Nice. No. no. Producer shaking his head. I don't blame him. No. <laughs> It's not ideal. So, also, I meant to ask you, mm. you're a big rugby league fan, so am I. Mm. That was a moral dilemma, wasn't it? Did you see that incident on the weekend where a player was carrying the ball out of defence yeah. and he got injured and he just dropped the ball and the other bloke picked it up and scored a try? Right. And you think... It's like a, a, a sort of fair... You thought it should have been a fair play moment. Did, wow. he, did he fully understand what had gone on? What, well, was you it couldn't a hamstring go or something? Hamstring, you couldn't fail to get the, the bloke. If say the, when you played uh, in the Champions League final, mm. for example, and Ruben Diaz was <laughs> carrying the ball out of defence and suddenly felt his yeah. hammy go, yeah. and, uh, and it uh, happened last year when we and Werner would have taken it off him one on one with the keeper and obviously stuck it over the bar. But the principle is, <laughs> the principle is the same. I mean, yeah. should you should you stop? Well, should you do a Paolo Di Canio? And it's a difficult one. I mean. Gary Cahill got injured yeah. playing for Palace against Chelsea. Do you remember he pulled up and then a goal yeah. was scored immediately following the incident? It's a difficult, as I say, it's a moral dilemma. I mean, is it, you is know, it do you stop from a it playoff, or do you go in unchallenged? Is it different from a playoff sort of falling over or something? If a player yeah. fell over the ball at their feet? I, I mean, suppose so. It's different with an injury, isn't it? But uh, no, I'm not saying the, the player was yeah. wrong. Which I mean, is unless, you know, interesting unless moral they've dim- done something dilemma. horrendous, is a head injury and have swallowed yeah. their tongue or something, that might be a bit much. You start no. celebrating, but... Yeah. Um, but, you know, you wouldn't have got the try if he hadn't no. pulled up in agony and, and just dropped the ball. No, no, you're right. It is, yeah. it is a moral dilemma, but they, they dealt with that, obviously. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. So there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Have you ever gone down the Mandarin Collar route? Have no, you ever, you ever absolutely one of those? no chance whatsoever. No, you can carry no. that off? I think so. <laughs> I think I had a Beatles jacket. In oh, the, did you? The, yeah, in the mid-60s. Oh, what about that? You, you still got it? <laughs> where, it wouldn't fit. Wear it in one day. That would be good. Anyway, we'll catch up with you uh, Gaping. tomorrow. Gaping. It would be. Fast. Oh, it would be. Ga- yeah, okay. Have a gusset fitted. <laughs> we'll catch up with you tomorrow from one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.